0: everyone. Uh, I'm Ashley Little with Wholesaling Out of the Box, and today I'm joined by Sean Bowen, Cameron Peters, and Jacob McPherson to discuss uh, Never Split the Difference, putting the pieces together. So we're going to go through and talk about what we liked about the book, what we didn't like, um, what we think is going to help us most in the business, and a few other things. So without further ado, Sean, go ahead and take it away.
1: Awesome. Thanks again for joining us on this final chapter, guys. And thank you so much for taking the time to, you know, get this podcast, get this YouTube, wherever you're seeing this at and taking the time and hopefully it's helped you as much as it helped us. Um, Every time we do one of these books, I think it brings a lot of attention and resources to the team, as well as a lot of things that help other people. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us. So how does all this wrap up? into putting everything together, or as it simple as it says, putting the pieces together? Becoming a better negotiator is like learning any other skill. The more you practice, the more intuitive it will feel, and the more flexible and adapt you will become under pressure. In the beginning, it's natural to be hyper-focused on yourself. The words you use, the movements you make, the deliberate pauses you can feel all-consuming But although using formulaic, I don't even know how to say that.
0: Formulaic.
1: Formulaic, yeah, that didn't even, can't process that one. Formulaic phrases, like it seems like, may feel uncomfortable at first. These proven techniques will help train your brain to make these connections more quickly and free up your attention to focus on your counterpart and in your environment. In addition, the more you use different communication techniques, like labels, calibrated questions and mirrors, the better you will become at identifying where and when they are the most effective. So the the little wrap up they have here is just says, becoming a better negotiator is like learning any other skill. The more you practice, the more intuitive it will feel and the more flexible you will become. So I think that this book, I'll give my kind of like quick, feel around it i have had this on audible for a long time and i probably go back to the mirrors and the framing as my majority chapters um only because i want to perfect it and i think about it more and more that i listen to it so it's part of my morning routine that i do but it's listen to a chapter one or two minutes of it every single time but there's specific pieces i really like the mirrors and the framing are a massive piece right I think overall, this entire book uh, has helped us as a company. But as I learned it, and then now the company has learned it, uses it, and continues to mar- move with it, it's incredible, right? So, this is one of those things where I feel as though anybody that takes the time to get through this book won't only read it one, two, three times. You'll probably find like that one, two, or three chapters that always will consistently just be on you. And you'll realize the worth of it because you'll consistently go back and read it. Um, And I know that I don't read a lot of books, but I know in the Audible world, there's those that I have all over the place, right? They continuously do it. Um, So that's kind of like my wrap up to, I feel like all of this has been a massive change to our business and our company um, and helping it grow to ultimately get to this verbal judo, which is exactly what this is. Um, And how do you, as it says, never split the difference right? How do you ask the correct questions so that you get to your ultimate goal in, in that conversation to where everybody uses it? Well, give me, I'll use an example, give me 6%. How about if we split the difference? Did you give me three? How do we do that? Right? So I think that that kind of wraps up for me. Let's ask him, you know, how do you feel about this? And actually, no, let's start with Ashley, because I know that that's a part of this that you talk to a lot because a piece of this is also a lot of these pieces you use inside of our operation. So how do you feel about this?
0: Um, So when we started this, you really wanted to do Never Split the Difference. And I think uh, some of the other guys did here as well. I was not a huge fan because to me, it felt like I don't negotiate. I don't like to talk to people at all if I can avoid it. So (laughs) It's, it's going to be interesting, but it's not going to be for me, but I feel like I have really learned a lot, not just about, um, how other people are talking to me, but about how I'm talking to other people. And I've realized that even subconsciously I'm, or at least maybe I'm becoming more aware of it. I'm using some of these techniques and it's not something that I try to do, but it just, uh, like I was having a conversation recently and I used a lot of the we statements that I think are in chapter eight, maybe. Um, discussions about like how you can tell that, how that is someone that actually has the power to follow through with some of this stuff by using these we statements as opposed to I statements. And so recognizing that in myself and seeing why I do that was super interesting and seeing how other people try to use it as well. Um, I'm definitely better at picking up mirroring. I'm not always good at it, but (laughs) I see it sometimes or more than I did before I guess and knowing what it means and kind of seeing some people try to use these techniques, um, not necessarily knowing if they've picked it up from this book specifically, but seeing them either succeed or fail at it is also really interesting.
1: Cool. Dan, what do you feel? How did this book affect you and things that you've read through it and what we've done in training?
2: Yeah, so I think this is probably the fifth plus time I've been through this book. Um, mainly on audible, but I do have a hard copy version that I reference every once in a while. Um, is this shut up and listen, you know what I mean? It's talk less, listen more. Um, and those, those mirrors, even on the simplest cold call when you're first talking to somebody, right. And you're like, Hey, you know, I'm not sure if I have the wrong, right number here, but I'm looking to talk to you about one, two, three main street. Ah, oh, not I'm my sister property. And they're ready to hang up oh your sisters i mean it it's amazing to me i i didn't understand how that could possibly just keep information coming but it will and you can gather so much information by just shutting up and saying three words oh whatever they said right oh oh sorry and whatever they said right in the framing to me it's all about just talking less and listening more right and getting as much information as you can and then you know, dropping that low anchor to figure out where everything's actually at and getting that shock out of the way and, and labeling it beforehand. So this book has really helped me just talk to people in general. I use mirrors and labels, even with personal acquaintances all the time, right? And just let them talk. And that, that get, everybody likes to talk about themselves or likes to talk about whatever subject it is. That they're talking about they love to talk about it or they just wouldn't speak right so let them go with it you're gonna learn so much from it and in the end you're probably gonna help you and the person you're talking to you know what I mean come to whatever it is that they need because people are speaking because they need something so that that's what I gave from the book man is just shut up listen I like
1: it I like it it's good feedback Jacob
0: well sorry one second before Jacob uh goes, I just want to say that Cam kept saying, talk less, listen more. And all I could think about that was the Hamilton uh, from Hamilton, where he's like, talk less, <laughs> smile more. And I know that's like a small subsection of people that are in real estate investment and like Hamilton, but I knew Jacob would at least appreciate it. Um, and appreciate. Maybe you guys appreciate it too. If you do, <laughs> let us know, because I need to find more Hamilton friends. So Jacob, go ahead. <laughs>
3: Um, I'll kind of build off of what Cam said a little bit. It's probably going to be pretty similar, but, um, it was kind of neat. Like I've always been, um, I've always been like a pretty outgoing person and everybody knows that I like to talk anyway. So, um, but I never knew, like, I always had people tell me like that I had the gift of gab, so to speak. Right. And that I would, I was just really good at naturally getting along and making conversation, but I never really understood why until I read this book, because I realized that, Like, I would mirror people naturally without even knowing that that's what that was. And there were a couple of times where I would label naturally without knowing what a label was. Um, So it was really cool to kind of go back and listen to some of my previous calls and kind of see the natural side of it. But then within that as well, to immediately start picking apart almost everywhere that I wasn't doing it that I should have been. So I just think the idea of recognizing everything that goes into this book as far as mirrors, labels, and summaries, right, and ultimately getting to uh, understanding what it is that the seller truly wants, getting to that black swan, and then going into problem solving mode, and like Cam said, hitting them with a low anchor, and then, uh, you know, depending on the seller, allowing them to win, right, especially with an assertive person, Um, it's just, it's like an added layer, um, especially for somebody like me, who's, you know, the analytical type of mindset, I love breaking that kind of stuff down, and trying to understand, you know, previous failures and what could have been done better and where I went wrong and then trying to learn from that mistake. So I I think it talks about it in in the next section. I don't know if you're going to get there, Sean. But um, the one thing I will say is that um, even some of these things, like some of the phrases and so on, I was a little reluctant to try initially um, because I feel like when you're first getting into real estate investing, the whole idea is to, especially the wholesaling side, is to get a seller on the phone. And I think that there's always that fear of, well, what if I say something wrong? So the one thing I would say is, is more words of encouragement, but don't worry about saying something wrong. Don't worry about saying anything it, or worry about not saying anything is really the issue that I would have. So, because if you're not, at least if you're saying something, okay, maybe what you said is wrong or maybe it's right, but you're not gonna know unless you actually say it. So, and I also don't think that you're gonna get I don't think you can truly understand the power of these lessons in these chapters unless you actually try for yourself and you realize it. So just a word of encouragement like don't be worried about going out and trying new things and trying to build on skills that you already have. Uh, if anything it's just going to make you even better and, and Ashley touched on it in one of the previous episodes but Um, If you're not recording your calls, guys, definitely please go and do that because it's one of the best things that you can do in this business, especially on the the acquisition side, because listening to your own calls and understanding where you screwed up and then pivoting the next time that conversation comes up in a similar way with a seller is going to be game changing for you. I guarantee it. So I absolutely love this book. I'm like him. I've listened to it. I think I'm on probably four or five as well. Um, and it's always specific chapters, and it's usually something along the lines of, like, I just listened to a recent call of mine, something that I missed, and I go back, and I review the chapter, and I always pick up something new on every single listen, so extremely helpful. Awesome,
1: so the final here, guys, is the last part of this is, as you attempt to build new skills, you're bound to fail, in fact, the discomfort and hyperawareness that typically accompanies failure can facilitate learning and streamline your mastery of new information. As long as you fail in new ways, as opposed to making the same mistake over and over again, definition of insanity, you'll grow smarter and more informed each time. Rather than punishing yourself for what you might have said or done differently, Use that immediate flash of insight to improve and adapt your strategy. Take advantage of every day. Low stakes negotiation opportunities will help you overcome your initial fear of failure and empower you to perform better when it counts. So I just wanted to thank the team for going through this with us. Um, Thank you for committing the time um, and using this book to help you grow. In, in whatever position you're in for what you do guys at Full Circle, but, and everybody taking the time that joined us on this, you know, podcast or this show to listen to these. And hopefully this is something that helps you. Um, this is something that, you know, our team is really passionate about, is really big about, and we're always there to, you know, keep pushing that needle of helping, All right. So hopefully you enjoyed this and uh, got a lot out of it. And the one thing I'll wrap up with is, because this is always part of one thing that we talk about in the company is, if you're ever afraid to ask for something, then do it in this fashion. I call it the free dessert. When you're done with dinner and you're very uncomfortable talking to sellers, then do this to get outside of your own comfort zone, right? Your wife, your girlfriend, your spouse, whoever that person is that's at dinner with you will hate you for it probably, but it will make you the most uncomfortable. So when dinner is done, you ask the waiter or waitress, hey, can I get my free dessert? And two things are going to happen. Either they're going to look at you like you're crazy and you're going to talk your way into that free dessert or it's just going to happen and then they will give it to you. Try it, reach out to us and let us know what happens. I think you'll be really surprised at what you build yourself into. Thanks again, guys, for taking the time to be with us and I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, like Sean said, thank you guys so much. Um, if you try that free dessert thing, let us know, post on social media, hashtag free dessert, tag us in it. We'd love to know how it turns out for you. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, again, if you want to find us, find us at wholesalingoutofthebox.com. We've got some really awesome things coming if you haven't seen that yet. And thanks again for listening. Talk to you guys soon. Hey, everyone. It's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.